Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. Select episodes of this podcast are also heard on LICMC Radio. Just listen in Saturday nights at 10 p.m. on LICMC.net. Would you like your content shared on LICMC Radio? Well, send us an email for info. That's cbiztv at yahoo.com. Again, you can email cbiztv at yahoo.com. So we are here with London of LICMC Radio. This is Irene, Saturday nights here, CBiz Media on LICMC Radio. And we're talking about the film, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. This is an Oscar-nominated film starring Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield. And so... I don't know how many of you guys were around during the time of Tammy Faye Baker and Jim Baker. They had a a major ministry, evangelical ministry, it says, I think, back in the 70s. And then we saw that the ministry basically folded. There was a lot of controversy around it. Uh, mostly due to issues of money and where was the money's going, bankruptcy and all these other issues, and where were the donations going, basically. So, London, you saw the film, and I'm sure you remember some of what happened in, in real time seeing this unfold. So just like give me your basic thoughts on the film or anything you want to share about the film. Well, I think the film was a good film because now don't get mad, but it kind of shows you what goes could go in on in ministries and churches, any church, but that particular was a very like a super church. And it just was giving you the behind the scenes of what was happening in the church with the relationships between Tammy Faye and her husband. Also, uh, the money, how they, how they wanted to get the money. And the interesting thing is how they said, I'm just gonna, I gotta, I gotta make it big so I can do this and do that. Tammy was really pushing her husband, telling him that he can be a big televangelist too, like the other guys. So, uh, they kept saying, God wants us to do this work and this and that. All that's fine, but it seems like a lot of other things going on there, too. And I remember that one part, which I was really uh, encouraged to watch the first part because I didn't want, didn't care to watch it. But I saw how Tammy Faye's mother uh, treated her. She didn't want her to come to church. All the other kids had come to church from her marriage, but Tammy Faye, I guess she was born from, I don't know if that was out of wedlock or whatever it was, and the mother thought that she was going to curse the whole family, some stuff she said. Yeah, she basically 
was a child of divorce and I guess she oh. had remarried. So, I mean, at that time, the church was really hard on divorce. It depends on what ministry and different denominations you're part of. There still are some churches like that today. But there she was saying every time this, that people saw her, they would remember that she was with um, divorce, basically. I guess she said they only let her come back because she could play she could play the uh, organ or whatever. So, yeah, that was like a heavy thing to put on your child and kind of blocking her from being able to, to connect with God, at least in the church, um, in the church environment. But it's still interesting how Tammy kept going to the church. She decided to come in there and she did everything happened. Her mother was trying to shake her while she was supposed to be getting the Holy Ghost and all that. And she was speaking in tongues and laid on the floor. And her mother was trying to make her come out of it. And they said, leave the child alone. You know, don't you see that she's the guy that's doing a miracle with her or something? And <laughs> it was just kind of interesting. Like, wow, her mother was like, she wasn't budging. But so that part, I'm glad, I was glad to see that that did happen. Yeah, she was speaking in tongues and the, and her mom was like, get up, basically. Like, she wasn't like accepting the fact she was even in in the room. But that just also made me think about what are you really in church for? Like, are you just there because you grew up in church and this is what you're supposed to do? She was playing the organ. She may have been getting paid. I don't know what her reasoning for being in church was. But if I saw my child going through a a real spiritual moment like that, I would be happy for them. And she kind of took it like it was nonsensical, like it wasn't real. Did she, did her mother have a connection with God even? Probably not so much, but I like seeing the beginning of that because it shows me to me, even though Tammy's story kind of ended up in a mess, she, she had a good heart and good intentions in the beginning with the Lord. So, and I do feel that the Lord did use her was as I saw the film go on she did some things she shouldn't have did she made some mistakes things things are unfolded that weren't right in her marriage and all of that and it closed out with her it looked as if she was trying to be right with god again and even though like the church I, she just always had some type of issue with the church from a young child to then when she was disgraced the church didn't want her back around so that's why you gotta say you know the church is in me and that's really what you have to focus on and not the building and not the people accepting you but the church is in is in you that's one one thing that i got out of it and and i did like this i did see that her intentions were good and she wasn't just up there because some people look at televangelists and they think it's a racket they like there's you don't really care about God this is a business for you so to see that in the beginning I feel that that shows it was it was something deeper for her but there are people out there running a racket even today yeah that's pretty interesting she she always went against the grain too her husband kept saying Tammy you can't you can't talk to the you can't talk to the uh the, the you know these guys like that what was the guy's name anyway the big tele guys I think it was 
Hagee and Pat Robertson, I think it was John Hagee Sr. and Pat Robertson were, were depicted in the film. Yeah. And so um, she just went on, sat down, and just said what she wanted to say. And the other part was interesting, too. Uh, I don't know how she got that show. I guess they thought they was gonna bring her, she was going to bring them like some more publicity when she was talking to the guy that had AIDS. And they were going to like, shut it down, shut it down. We can't have this. And she said, well, I think that people should uh, talk to you no matter who you are. And don't, you know, just because you are have AIDS or something, she didn't really say a lot about gay. She tried to like, went around it like, so we're not going to focus on that. But anyway, she said, but but I love you anyway. Some of us says, people should just love. She was saying, people should love no matter what. You should listen to people no matter what they're going through, which that's true. Yeah. But the, uh, <laughs> they're going to like shut her off, get her out of there. So whatever she like, she was still doing stuff she that she had planned to do. Some kind of way she get through in there and still do some things against the, what they want them to do on in the public eye, big time. They couldn't stop her, could they? Yeah, she was a powerful part of their ministry. She was the brought the songs, brought the got brought the gospel jams, whatever you want to call it, back in the seventies and eighties. So I think the people were vibing on the off of that musical element. And yes, they were saying that basically I was kind of googling it that she was it was uh kind of unprecedented unprecedented for her to kind of in a way advocate for gay people even though she didn't directly advocate but she just was saying well Jesus loves everybody and that was her main message but she didn't condemn homosexuals as it appeared that the rest of the organization the the organization ministry organization or whatever that they were involved in so I think that was something that people need to see I think it's it's about the approach though really of how you treat people you should never throw people away and sometimes people feel that way the way the church might come at you and you should never like condemn people in that way because I feel that Jesus wouldn't just totally shut somebody down and just be like don't you know so I do think that you can't be accepting of everything because we are all sinners and we have to change we have to grow we have to work that's why we're in the church they say the church is the hospital and a place for us to work on ourselves and change but you can't just shut somebody down when they mess up or when they do something that you that's unacceptable in the word you have to you know or you wouldn't have a church everybody need to leave the church in in that situation uh i also like seeing the part where they were traveling when they were young they just got married and they were traveling for the ministry and you know, it seemed like God was blessing them and opening doors for them. And Tammy had this little puppet thing that I thought was kind of weird. <laughs> she like, they showed her when she was a little girl and it was like, she had like a shadow puppet. She made, she had, and it was saying bad things to her though, because her mother was saying bad things to her. So her little shadow puppet was saying bad things to her. So she grows, she's, she's now a woman and she's in the ministry. They went, I think they were in seminary school together because they got married, they had to leave. So then they started to try to travel through the ministry and her puppets were the thing that was attracting people and attracting the kids. 
So she kind of, even later in life, I feel like she kind of had a thing with the puppets that I thought was a little bit odd, but <laughs> I, I like that part of the story with the puppets. But I think the puppets kind of help open the door again for their success and for people to notice them. So do you have any closing words as we close out? Well, I kind of like that because it's, I just, I feel kind of bad. I felt bad for real when she passed, though. She passed away. But, uh, it was just interesting, her style, her fashion, her eyelashes, and this and that. You know, she had her own thing. She wasn't going to let anybody change her up from that, even at the church. So, I don't know. I, I, I like that movie. Learned a lot from the movie. And it really depicts what could be going on today, for real, in a lot of churches. Yes. And I do want to mention a couple other things um, about... I'm sorry, I was. I wanted to talk about uh, how they were kind of balling. Like, once the money was rolling in from all of the donations, and they were like becoming big time I think they were becoming a bit excessive (laughs) and that's probably one of the things that caused their downfall but the first thing that Jim was preaching in seminary school was that God wants you to be prosperous and be wealthy and rich and, and that was frowned upon at that time and I don't think it's anything wrong with that but I think he took it too far obviously but I love to see them being successful, though. I love seeing all the all the stuff come in. I felt like they were like balling for real. Like it seemed like they was not doing ministry, but something else where they was just rolling. This money was rolling in. But in a way, I feel mostly Jim was being deceptive. She was following along. I can't say that she was completely innocent though I feel that she didn't really that wasn't her desire and also the fact that she stepped up a lot when they were trying to sit her down as a woman especially in that time in the ministry women were not was to be seen and not her so to speak so for her to say you know I want to say in this I want to seat at the table whatever you guys are planning next you know I think that was something big and something good that you know, made her in a way a pioneer for women in the ministry, even though she failed, she still stood up for herself as a woman and said, you know, I should be able to have a say and a sit at this seat at this table as well. And she was able to do that. And she was a big part of the ministry. They didn't want her to leave. Her and her husband had got into it for multiple different things. So she was a big face and a big part of the ministry. They didn't they needed her basically and you know they talk about her makeup so we have to talk about her makeup so (laughs) it it is women's history month so i did that's another reason why i did want to mention this movie but i do i really did enjoy this movie it's oscar nominated and i don't know if it's gonna win or not but i think it was a story again that's worth telling so we got to talk about her makeup london what's your thoughts on the makeup well, as she said to the lady who was supposed to be doing her makeup for her, she's trying to wipe her lips off. She said, oh, no, that's permanent. 
uh, she had that outline around her lips that was permanent. I thought maybe her eyeliner was permanent. But I mean, she said, no, this is what I represent. This is me. You can't take that away. So I guess she must have known what she was doing, even if it was like kind of a little over the top. But uh, she knew what she was doing to get to do something. And I know, what was that song when the flag came up? Was it God Bless America? America. His truth is marching on. His truth is marching on, yeah. What's the name of that song? And I have to battle sing. Him the battle him on the problem. Yeah, she's singing that. I, I was watching how she just did that. She just showed out on that in her way. You know, it was kind of... I don't know the right word for it. It was, it was kind of more uh, commercial, secular type, the way she was out there. But everybody stand up. I mean, she didn't know how to get the get the audience's attention when she started singing or whatever she wanted to do. She just come on out there. Uh, she told her husband she got that little funny voice. I forgot what voice she said that was. He, Betty Boop. He, he called her voice Betty Boop voice. <laughs> she said, I thought you liked Betty Boop, though. Her husband, well, he wasn't quite right and looked like some things he did. Yes, we're completely spoiling this film. Oh. But it's actually no, it's cool. But it's actually in history books anyway, and I believe she wrote some books. This actually, I think they said was taken from a documentary that was made, but I don't think that she had any part in that documentary. But I'm assuming all these sources are fact and true. But uh, again, the ministry that they were involved with condemned homosexuality but oddly enough her husband had like a, a secret homosexual affair that came out in the headline so that's not actually anything to spoil because it was actually in the newspapers back at the, in that time so um, a lot of things like people think church people are boring I'm not saying we're like this I think God can bless us and we can be prosperous in a positive way but but church people need help it's like to me an, another thing that came out of it was these people are church people they're hiding all their dirt and they're trying to put on this perfect persona and that's the dangerous part is hiding it pretending to be perfect because god can't fix what you can't acknowledge and what you won't won't give it to him he, you it, i mean he can fix anything but if you won't let him fix it if you won't give it to him and you want to hold on to it then it's going to stay with you so that's a dangerous thing that the church can do is put that in people's minds so I like what's going on in our generations now about being transparent and saying yes I'm dealing with this sin yes I'm having these feelings and these thoughts God help me and even if you even if you talk to God because sometimes you may not feel like you can stand up in front of the church and say it but I just want people to know talk to God because he's not judging you he's not going to shame you he's always there for you people talk about church hurt a lot so uh just know that it's you are the church and I think I was watching somebody's video and basically you are the church and and you can be a healer or a helper or you can be you could be the church hurt yourself you can be that person because each of us as individuals are the church. 
So don't get caught up so much in the building and the people running things because God is the God is actually the ruler of that environment and the ruler of our world actually. So just know that you can always go to him and don't feel shame whatever church environment you're in if you feel stuck if you feel unhappy ask god to lead you somewhere else you don't have to leave the church you can leave that church but know that god is always with you and again exposing these things in people's lives that no church people are not perfect it's something that needs to be done i think it's a learning experience so i think that movie also does something as well as is if what you do when you hide all your secret sins and you have bad intentions and bad motives for me the way they the way they frame the story is about tammy i feel like her intentions were good but she kind of got caught up in the money too she wasn't thinking about what jim was really doing she may have known more than what they let on about uh the financial end of everything Jim looked like in the beginning he had a desire for God, but then it almost seemed like it just became a business, a money-making thing. He had his own side things he was doing on the side that God would not be pleased with. And it's really mostly about the secrets, the secret sins. Yes, I'm a sinner, confess your sins, but it's the secret sins that's the most dangerous that we feel like we have to hide. All right, guys, we're going to close out. Thank you, London, for talking to me, talking to us about the eyes of Tammy Faye. And I would like you to give us our closing words. Miss London from LICMC Radio, if you just want to say bye, whatever you want to say. Good night. Good night. Bye. And I do recommend that film. If you guys want to hear this presentation again, you can hear it on our podcast cbiztvonline.com that's cbiztvonline.com and you can hear us chat about this again if you would like to give your feedback you can email us anytime at cbiztv at yahoo.com that's c is in cat b is in boy i z is in zebra t is in talk v is in visa at yahoo.com thank you for listening and god bless Thank you.